tired of lame old granddad's house of worship? Then come on over to OLAMinistries.com. The best part is, it's not church. That's right. Just home to some of your favorite podcasts, like Styling and Profiling with Cam and Zam. It's time! It's still real to me, damn it! The People Person's Paper Podcast. And of course, opinions like a-holes. Take it from me. So come join us at OLAMinistries.com. Now with zero God. Wait, there's a God, right? Nah. Welcome to Opinions Like Ailes, everybody, your favorite pop culture podcast where we have opinions and most of them stink. My name is Michael Zampino. With me, as always, is Hilton Price. Adjusting to a life where I realize how much technology has not made it easier for me to succeed in life, but has thoroughly complicated the quest, Mm. I will explain. Okay. When I was a young man, full of... uh, When you were a young warthog? When I was a young warthog... Uh, full of kutzpah. When he was a young warthog. I knew that I had uh, talent, untapped talent, uh, that only needed to be harnessed. And as technology evolved, especially through the age of the internet and the way that we are able to access one another, I knew that whether it was through writing, through video, through acting, through comedy, I could reach an audience. I could sell something worth buying to entertain, to uplift, to enlighten people in this world. And then I realized, possibly too late, that everyone else was gaining these technological advancements alongside me. And a lot of folks are much more talented than me. Ah, the old, they're better at it. Much. <coughs> wow. Yeah, it's like every time you um, you get good at a thing, uh-huh. you realize someone started way way before you, and they're light years ahead of you. And they're gifted. Yeah, and yeah. you're like, uh, you're like, fuck, man. Uh, I, I uh, very mediocre. Yeah, you're like, I thought I, uh, I thought I was maybe like uh, G love G G League material, and then I uh, ran into Michael Jordan, and you know, mm-hmm. oof, put me in my place. Yeah, yeah, and then you realize you were G as in A B C D E F. Oh, there you are. Yeah, more like Z League. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm but, sorry. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. No, because- we are. Uh, I feel like we are at the age though where um, we either keep up or we become those old men that are like, I don't get it. And I'm very much that way with a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, there's there's th- certain things where uh, I'll go, mm, I don't get it. And then I almost uh, try and walk away completely. But now I'm forcing myself to go, no, motherfucker, learn it. You gotta. You have, have to learn to. it. You, you gotta have dive to. the fuck in. Or we will be dinosaurs, Hilton. Yeah, and that's, you You know what I did that with last year was uh, TikTok. 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 I still have not... Um, subscribed to the talk kind of sucks yeah kind of sucks i've I've seen a lot of very 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 entertaining things on tiktok kind of cool but i seem it i I feel like i believe my my belief now is that if it's funny and it's on tiktok a friend will show me it will show up somewhere it's much like reddit if the best of it tends to pop up on facebook correct uh, twitter and uh, insta as well uh, as whichever platform is, is viable. Right, 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 right. And I'm definitely not uh, the type of person that would um, uh, create TikTokable type content. I have tried. I am bad at it. Uh, as, as as my little monologue may have suggested. Got a face for radio, you know. Got a face for radio. Very handsome when you can only hear me. That's right. Pretty pretty good pretty good sounding dude. That's right. I, <laughs> so uh, that's why I stick to the, uh, the. I love a podcast. I love an audio medium. People are like. Why don't you put your podcast on YouTube? And I say, because then it's a TV show. And you got to see us again. That's right. Them radio faces. I, I am not, uh, I am one of those old men that say, if it's, if you are videotaping it, it is no longer a podcast. Yeah. I don't know why, but I'm like, there's a line in the sand. Podcast is an audio medium. I don't know. It's interesting. Uh, you see that uh, in political discourse and those, and those, those, those social media arguments where people suddenly get so specific about definition 
and 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 I get it because sometimes you know we 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 allow ourselves to uh, let our beliefs wildly differentiate from what we say we believe yeah. and 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 understanding what things mean is a good way to get us all back on track well, sure but we also live in a society where day by day we we broadly day redefine the concepts and words in our life and then it's always interesting to be see someone who's like nope the tour ended in march that <laughs> means it was not a summer tour i do not care what the band says yeah you know? and it's like chill I'm not that adamant about it, no, but, no, no, but no. in my in my in my brain, my brain says the second you tape it, it's not a podcast anymore. Exactly. Um, yeah. And also, I chose this because, uh, you know, I want to. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Sometimes I don't want to gussy up. Yeah. You yeah. know, I want to just I want to roll out of bed and record a show, not worry about what I look like. Well, and a lot of things is we were having conversations akin to what the show is before we started recording them. And that was really one of the catalysts that led to us doing this was, was understanding that we'd get into some topics that we think would be worth sharing and inviting others in to discuss with us. Sure. So really uh, presentation in terms of our looks in terms of, you know, like, like you said, isn't really what we're going for. No. It's the ideas. It's the discussion. It's hopefully, the entertainment. I am not trying to get up on a Sunday morning and put on foundation. No, 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 no. Okay? No. You know, we put on makeup every other day Every of the week. other day along with, you know, the clothes, the dresses, the, yeah. the outfits. And, and that's really just a personal choice. We do foundation. We contour. We do the whole nine. I, I do not contour, but I'm just real bad at it. Um, Sorry. I, I know Correction. <clears throat> yeah. By contouring, I meant um, my face has... Less contours, the fatter it gets. Yeah. Filling out the face yeah. through cheeseburgers. That's right. That is technically makeup. No, I definitely don't. I, I don't know what it is, man, but there's just something about it where I'm like, mm, I don't want it. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I yeah. don't know you don't what wanna, it you is. Don't wanna, yeah, you just, uh, which is okay. Because some, yeah. some people want very specific kinds of content, and what we can tell by the numbers is at least a dozen want what we're offering. Yeah. At least a dozen. Maybe two. 13 to 14. 13. Tops. Solid. Solid makers does it. <laughs> for sure. Can uh, we can we talk about makeup for a second? Sure. Because I um, I had um, uh, some breakouts a couple weeks back mm -hmm. for the nude art show, you may remember. And I actually picked up some foundation okay. at the store to cover that up. And, and, and at each night at the nude show, I put a little bit on my face, and it kind of helped tone everything down. Now, just what, so were these like little red spots? Red spots, oh, exactly. Yeah, let like, me tell you, my friend. Yeah. One thing I learned mm -hmm. from the amazing show that, you know, I'm a big fan of Queer Eye for the Street. Queer Eye. You are. Mm -hmm. It just called it Queer. Yeah. Uh, green Stick. Green Stick? Green Stick. I don't know shit about Green Stick. I'll show you. Okay. You can grab some Green Stick. But anyway, what I did is I, I just picked up a little L'Oreal foundation, and it was like a whole thing. Uh, and it was very, uh, this, this green stick looks good. This is by Elf, uh, and this is a color-correcting stick. So there's oh. something about, and I, it was explained, yeah. but there's something about that with the combination of the red of the breakout in your skin. It, yeah. it, uh, it just kind of takes that red away. Oh, 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 possibly because of the way the colors work together. Correct. The green and reds, maybe. And if not green and red, you'd at least look Christmassy. Correct. So, which is good to get people the holiday spirit. They ignore any any issues you may have. Um, but yeah, uh, lo and behold, the shit works. That's good. Yeah. Well, I will remember that for next time. That's right. But I, I was going to say, like, I you know, and, and that what I did was fine. You know, New Dark Show was a big hit. Huge thank you uh, to Daniel and to all the performers for for letting me join you guys for that. That was a great time. Hope you made it out if you're listening and came out to the show. Hope you got to see me, uh, and I got to see you. But at the show, I was definitely a little worried about that. And then, so I, I looked up on TikTok a little bit of makeup stuff to get an idea of what I needed to do. Unfortunately, they didn't mention green stick, but, but, um, and I started following this one guy who's a, um, he's an attorney out of Canada. Uh, and he's, 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 uh, bisexual and he is, um, he, he puts on some very funny TikToks that get into news content and current events. And then sometimes he does stuff like, uh, you know, stuff like he'll do like a makeup tutorial. And it's very interesting because he is about as um, masculine and, and seemingly normally macho a dude as you can imagine. Like he doesn't, he didn't come off in any way like what I would think a guy who actively wears makeup would come off. And, and of course, as a, as a, you know, as a, as a member of the LGBTQ community myself, I sure. shouldn't have those kind of preconceptions. Sure. But as a human, I do. Oh, of course, of course, of course. So 
and it was just great to see that. I mean, I don't look like a motherfucker that would know about green stick. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that was a great encouraging thing for me, and I was thinking about how encouraging that's got to be for kids, for, sure. for for anybody out there. Absolutely. You know, just, it's like, thank God this dude's out there helping to kind of push those ideas. That, you know what? Because honestly, I was like, well, shit, dude, I do have a face for radio some days. Yeah. And I wouldn't hate not having a face for radio those sure. days. And so there's a million products right now on a shelf that might be able to make me feel a little bit more confident going out of the house. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, what the hell? How has society built up such a wall against even considering that? You know? Yeah. I, it's those, um, you know, I don't know if gender norms is the right term. Right? But, it's got to be uh, kind of connected to that. You know, yeah, just sort of uh, pigeonholing people by what you think their gender is supposed to do. Uh, th- those yeah. things are sort of falling to the wayside, with, especially with the new generation. I'm, s- yeah. I'm definitely seeing it with, like, with Rhett's generation, for real. Yeah. Like, they're so much more accepting of just, like... And I know we had a, a push. You know, not things that were traditionally considered to be four girls or four boys are just four people now. It's yeah. like, if you enjoy the fucking thing, do the thing. Yeah, or if, if you could, like the, the clothes, wear the clothes. If you, who gives a shit? If it could benefit you? like Speaking of, Russell Westbrook just had a big uh, photo shoot uh, where he's wearing a, a, a waist down dress. Nice. Um, and it... You know, uh, I don't really know uh, what the purpose behind it was other than, you know, um, basically saying, like, look, I'm <laughs> number one, I'm a fucking very highly paid NBA player. Yeah. Um, you know, I may be a point guard, which is the smallest position, but I'm still like six foot four or whatever. So he's still a big fucking dude. Yeah. Like, if you got something to say about what I'm wearing, come at me. Yeah. And I'm not going to come at West- Russell Westbrook. Yeah. That's a fiery dude. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? And you shouldn't, you should, it shouldn't have to be his stature that makes us not want to exactly. make you know. come at him for that. But, you know, it's just, it's like, yeah, if anyone's questioning that. But I like but the, fact the fact that, that the question is even an issue. I like the fact that, you know, um, uh, more people, um, in, in different communities that you wouldn't necessarily expect it are, are just coming out and saying, look, who gives a shit? Just be be who you are. If you want to put that thing on that day, put it on. Yeah. You know, who fucking cares? No. That's my biggest thing at the end of the day is it's like, you know, those, those, those assholes that'll say things like, well, what if your kid's just going through a phase? Then I say, who fucking cares? Yeah. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Most Let them go, go through, through the phase. Better than a goth phase. No, I mean, yeah, whatever phase, you yeah. know, like shit. We all had phases. Yeah. Dude, I was wa- still going through phases. I know. We've talked about the my ska and swing phase. Yeah. It was deep. It yeah. went very deep. I uh, that that's that's a thing people do their whole lives where they pick up, uh, for continually examine themselves, continually change. Mm-hmm. Who hasn't seen a guy at forty who's much different than he was at thirty? Mm. A man at sixty who's got Me. a completely different world than he did at forty. Yep. A, a, a woman at thirty who's completely different than she was as a child. Everything changes, guys. I'm I'm almost night and day a different person than who I was in my twenties. I'm at the point now where I look back at twenty five year old Hilton. Oh, I hate him. I not, not 25-year-old Hilton, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, why did you tell me? <laughs> I, 25-year-old Zampino, I hate him. I have a definite peace to make with that man because he is very different from me. There are things that I like, there are things that I don't like, and there are things that have happened since that I have to come to mm-hmm. reconciliation with. And that's a challenge. The person I was, especially in my early 20s, is dead to me. Yeah. Like, I, I, I do not feel that I am at all that same person. I'm yeah. very glad to think that cuz that guy sucked ass. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah. That you can just look back and go, "Man, the person I once was really sucked shit." Yeah. Well, and just the amount of times that I did things that I was just like, oh, "Okay, got to pull the lesson, but man, that's a stain." Mm-hmm. You know, that's a stain on the old resume, and mm-hmm. you hate to see that stuff, you know, sure. especially as the years add up and you realize that you get to no matter what, you're the one that gets to live with those stories. It's true. All of them. Every last one of them. Yeah. So write a good book, guys. Oh, shit. That's our little tip for the younger viewers. Do we need to write a book? We do. We ought to start a church or write a book. I'm down for either. All right. Oh, yeah. well, they kind of go hand in hand. You need a book you for the church. You need a book for a church. You do. That is exactly the truth. Uh, we did some trailers. Yeah. We d- Oh, yeah, we did too. One was a kind of brief and breezy and didn't te- show us a whole lot uh-huh but i am compelled why, to learn more why is it called spencer uh i, I think diane wasn't diana spencer her original name oh that uh, makes sense i did not before it became i guess diana princess of <laughs> wales fancy lady uh-huh <laughs> that's their name right 
<laughs> the fancy ladies? Yep. That's the name of the royal family. I'm the pretty sure. Uh, the Duchess and Duke of Worthington? Bro, I, I, I could I, not tell you their last name sa- if you had a gun to my head right now. Uh, uh, Ponce de Leon. Do they have a last name? <laughs> Windsor! Windsor! Nope, that's the castle. The buttress, buttress of Windsor. The buttress of Windsor. <laughs> Fuck. We just lost our entire British audience. Uh, they're like, um, these fucking assholes. Yeah, gained a no, few look from it up, Ireland. Look it up. Look it up. Look it up, look it up. Uh, we gotta know. We gotta know. If you're once you're royalty, do you do you not have a last name anymore? No, of course they do. Oh, what? what? It's it's Bose Lion. Well, all right. Oh, it was Windsor. Here we go. It was Windsor. 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 Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. No, that was that's Queen Elizabeth the first was both. Okay. Oh, it is Windsor. We were right. Okay. Whew. Camilla Parker Bowles. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Yeah. Wow. I th- I was really thrown for a minute. Wowie zowie. Um, we yeah. need to brush up on our world history. Knowledge of yeah. royals. Yeah. We we. Oof. Or do we? Or do we? I mean, this is an outdated system of people given a, a lot of extra attention. I mean, for, we did. For doing very little other than made a kind of, I mean, I know they do charity work and stuff, and obviously that's very, and that's another thing too. Maybe we need to celebrate people's charity work more. This is the deepest episode we've ever done. Yeah. Man, we're like five minutes in. I'm just trying to feel bad or trying to figure out if I need to feel bad about not caring about the Royals. <laughs> yes and no is I think what I'm coming up <laughs> Come to. Uh, uh, my first reaction is yes. Yes. Or yeah. no, but no. I'm having sort of a yesy aftertaste. Yes. And no. Uh, yes. The first part of me hates it. Yes. And the second part of me loves it, but okay. hates the f- first part of me for loving it. I don't know. You know. You know. Uh, but the movie, and, and honestly, the movie was the same way. Uh, well, we were, um, we were brought, this was brought to our attention by my wife. Um, well, I should say we were scrolling and I saw the, oh, I said, go back up. Does that say Kristen Stewart's playing Princess Diana? Yeah. And my wife was like, yes. And she's actually been getting really good reviews so far, I think. Uh, and I was skeptical. Yeah. And the trailer, although very looks great, looks like a good period piece, uh, only features her saying a single word or line. Yeah, I don't often like say things about uh, I don't. I don't try and talk shit, but I don't think she's very good. Well, have you seen her in anything? Yes. Was it just Twilight? No, I have not seen Twilight. I've okay. only seen her in other shit. I've uh, never like seen. I don't know that I've seen Adventureland. Uh, she's okay. In, there's a. Uh, she was. Uh, she played Joan Jett. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I heard she was good in that. Was she not good in that? She was fine in that because the person she was playing. Uh, it, the, the way she sort of acts um, lent itself to that. But oh. she seems to, in, in everything I've seen, she's very much um, has the same style of acting okay. for, for all the characters, no matter how different those characters are. Yeah. Um, she seems to play them very similarly, at least, and that's what I've seen. Yeah. Like yeah, I yeah, said, yeah. I've not seen everything she's done, but what I've seen seems very, um, what's the term I'm looking for? Like one dimensional, you know? Yeah. Um, okay. Which I think would be the critique of Twilight. Well, and I, I feel like this is what a lot of people were saying about uh, Pattinson, too, you know? Mm-hmm. And same thing for him, is I see a lot of people now saying, watch more of his work, and you'll see that he's a good he's actor. He's done a lot of more indie stuff. Yeah. But but for her, the other stuff that I've seen, like it's I said, that's, it, and it just and we might watched, be that there's something about it that I just don't dig. We watched the Charlie's Angels trailer, and that did not did seem not to be to liking. Did not do it. Um, so, yeah, no, it, so it would be interesting to see if she does this. Yeah, uh, but but uh, your wife is confident, Becky. Uh, I, well, and I, I, I my biggest thing was that I was like, what I've seen from her mm-hmm. doesn't lead me to believe that she would have a super convincing British accent. But the one line she did have was British. I'll give two her words. That. They were very British. That could be a pro or a con. That could go either way. Do British? Basically, <sighs> she says every word like this now, and that's Does, not an do accent British at all. People get pissed when Americans play Brits. They do. They do. Because I don't care when British people play Americans. I don't care who plays Americans. Yeah. I mean, Clive Owen is playing George. Uh, George Clinton. Bill yeah. Clinton. Yeah. 
Clinton. Clive Owen is playing George Clinton from the Parliament Funkadelic. Yeah, that, in the new that I take issue with. That I have a bit of an no, issue Clive with. No, Clive Owen is playing Bill Clinton in the new impeachment American crime story. Oh, okay. About the Lewinsky scandal. Oh, that's interesting. Um, yeah, and uh, the girl, her name is Beanie Feldstein, I think. Uh, I can tell you. playing Monica Lewinsky. I was not a fan of Cuba Gooding Jr. playing uh, o- OJ? OJ. No. Wow, okay. I thought that was a, I was a big no-no. I think you know, that only- one was one where it was really good. I liked it. It was good. It was fun to watch. But yeah, there were a lot of people in it that I was like, what are you doing? Travolta especially. Travolta was amazing. I was like, what are you doing? so insane. I do not remember Robert Shapiro being that flamboyant. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the right word? I'm honestly disappointed that they didn't ask OJ to play himself. That would have been some fucking wild shit. Because you know he would have done it. Oh, he definitely would have. Yeah. In a second, he would have. He would have thought it was like I, I recently resaw a clip from when he started his own Twitter. Oh no! And his first clip was like, "I got some people who got some answering to do." Oh shit! <laughs> like he was gonna come after oh, folks. Oh fuck! Yeah, <laughs> a bunch of people collectively went, "Oh shit!" So o- OJ is not shying away from the fact that he got away with murder. Oh, he knows. Yeah, he's I mean, his it. book was called "If, if I, I Did, did it. it." Yeah, yeah, he's got. <laughs> that will never not be funny. That's just and and not you, is that the point? You is, know what I mean by funny. I'm not saying the tra- Yeah, oh, terribly, terrible, dark humor. Uh, the idea gallows. of someone that got away with something like that, writing a book and calling it "If I Did It," I've. It's like, yeah. I mean, there's hubris, and then there's "If I Did It." It's like on another level. Well, and it just finally goes. Holy shit! Is that when society broke down? Was, I mean, was that the point? Because, I mean, like, at some point, someone had to be the proof that just you could go too far and nothing would happen. Well, you, you know? know where I always cite the beginning of the of the steady and steep decline? Which one? Reagan. Reagan, okay. Fucking all. I mean, a yeah. little bit with Nixon, but, man, once Reagan came around, it was just... That's when the whole greed is good era started, and, and, and man, just really... Uh, once he started cutting all those regulations and, and uh, the, the taxes on the highest earners and all that shit, yeah. it started going real fast after that. Yeah, that's a good point. The whole trickle-down economics thing didn't work so well, did it, Ronnie? Uh, trickle, what still trickling? waiting on that trickle. I'm still fucking down here waiting on it to trickle. Any day now. Any day <clears throat> that drop's going to come down it's from coming. the top. It's coming. I, uh, I got to say, though, Chris and Stewart, I'll give it a shout. Uh, shot. You know what else I'll give I'm a shot? I'm not paying for it, but I'll watch it when it's free. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what about Matrix? I will. I will pay for that. Resurrections. I'm so interested. Fourth movie in the film. This one directed by is it Lana or Lily? This one's just Lana Wachowski. Correct. Not, not both of uh, the siblings. It brings back Keanu Reeves. Carrie Ann Moss does not bring back Lawrence Fishburne, as you pointed out um, during the watch. Instead, we have a new actor, a younger actor, playing the role of Morpheus. Well, and they never say, is that Morpheus? I believe it's been confirmed it is Morpheus. Okay. Uh, Keanu Reeves, uh, according to Becky, uh, is not, says it's not a time travel thing. But there oh, the is, reasoning that they have young, the younger yeah. Morpheus. But, uh, and Lawrence Fishburne says he wasn't asked, so it's definitely a conscious decision. So it's a question of why. Uh, obviously, Lawrence Fishburne, fantastic actor. I cannot for a minute think they didn't want him back. That would be, in my opinion, a big surprise. Unless he's, like, really hard to work with or something, or, you know. And I've heard no chatter I've about never heard anything never heard about anything. that. Yeah. So. So I'll be curious to see what that's about. Maybe, maybe. Who very, maybe, very maybe, curious. Maybe it's budgetary. Who even knows? But, but uh, we'll be watching. Could be. Movie. Could be that he just costs too much now. Also, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they were on a tight budget. Maybe that's why Neo still has his John Wick haircut. Uh, is because they didn't have enough to get him to cut his hair. Well, he's. I think he's also shooting John Wick Four. He was. He was at the same time yeah. he shot this. Yeah. So. So I've, it, it was probably it. like, yeah, I can do this Matrix movie, but I'm gonna look like John Wick because yeah. I'm contractually obligated. Maybe. Yeah. Because I'm willing to bet he was already locked into a Matrix Four, or I mean, a, a John Wick Four contract before the the Matrix. resurrection stuff yeah. happened. But he could have waited. They could have waited to shoot this. I don't know. They, you wanted, they wanted a Christmas release. They could have cast a younger Neo. Oh, shit. Cast 
Nah, that wouldn't have worked. No, that's true. Yeah, because this partially works because you know Neo. And the whole concept of it, it very much put, turns on its head the what is the Matrix, because Neo is back in the real world, alive. Mm. Carrie Ann Moss is there, Going alive. by Thomas. Yeah. Not remembering. Yeah. Or, but only having dreams. And seeing an introduction to the concept of the red and blue pills again. Um, and, and a very different aesthetic. Oh, yeah. Uh, a real different look, and 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 not shying away from the fact that things are different. Time has passed; things have changed. Um, super excited! Yeah, it looks great. I'm very pumped. Did you lo- do you have any memories about the second and third films and, and all that happened around those? Uh, yeah, I don't remember the third one as well, which is why I really want to rewatch it now. Yeah, um, but I remember the first two pretty darn well. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't remember the third one very well. Except I do remember that it wasn't as much in the Matrix. It takes places in the real world much more. Yeah. So, so. did a lot of the second one. You sure? Sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. But um. But then uh, like like the second one I remember had those two twins that were fighting and it had the uh-huh. the, the old uh, the ghost a- twins the ghost twins it had the Asian man that they were helping run from area the key, to area the key guy the key guy they had the, the, uh, the two master. the European couple who were very very horny for each other uh-huh. they were fun um yeah. And a lot of that, that Agent Smith. Lots of Agent Smiths. Yeah, yeah. The horny Europeans were fun. They were fun. That's a bit of a stereotype, the horny European, isn't it? I don't know. Yeah? I mean, it's not a stereotype if it's true, right? Right. Ayo. 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 They like to fuck. Hey, good on you. I mean, if you're going to have a stereotype. Good on you, Europeans. Yeah. We're proud of you. Get like, it on. Oh, what a, ter- what a terrible stereotype. We like yeah. to fuck. Yeah. And we, do, and we do it well. We like to fuck. We like to fuck. We like to fuck. Let's do the fucking. <laughs> Good stuff. Quality content. If you want to see good movies from Disney, you're going to be stuck going to the theaters for a while. Oh, no. Don't catch COVID. Oh, no. I guess it's got to come. It's got to have to do with Black Black Widow. Scarlett Johansson suing over Black Widow uh, and how it impacted uh, her earning rights for the theatrical cut, which was she was promised in her contract. And sure enough, boom, all the Disney Plus films are going straight to theaters after that. Dang. Got Shang-Chi, which just came out in theaters. Eternals is slated to appear in theaters. Uh, looking ahead at the six remaining movies, stuff like West Side Story will all go into theaters before it uh, hits um, Disney Plus, the streaming service. Well, I mean... What are your thoughts on going to the theater? I'm not doing it. Still no. No. I'm like I'm off. Maybe co- if I'm going to like a very first in, uh, screening of the day. Yeah. Uh, in the middle of the week when no one is there, uh, and I can you know have several rows between me and another person if they're there. That's my thought. That's the only time. Yeah. I'm down for that. Um, I'm down for for something like that where I can go and, and get a spaced out thing because I because I definitely like the theater experience and I very much sure. miss it. Sure. So, and you know I know people who've gone and have so far had good experiences. You know it seems like theaters are really doing their part to try and keep things as uh, uh, safe and clean as possible, uh-huh. and that's great to see. Um, and of course, you know you got to remember a lot of folks are like you and me who they want to go out and they want to do these things as much as possible, but they want to stay safe, so they're going to be out there. They're going to be masked. They're going to be vaccinated. Uh, or, or they're going to at least know their their status with COVID uh, before getting into a public situation. Yeah. So, so yeah, I hope it uh, I hope it brings people safely out to theaters, and I hope they don't wait too long to get these on streaming services for the folks that don't want to take that chance. Sure. And then uh, you know, short. I hope we just beat the damn virus. That'd be nice too. Oh yeah, you know it would be great if people would just get the fucking shot. But yeah. you know, moving on. Bob's Burgers going to get a movie? I had no idea this was even in the works. Me neither. Twenty twenty two. Memorial Day weekend, uh, looks like uh, they're going to be same cast is coming back. It's John Benjamin, John Roberts, Dan Mintz, Eugene Merman, and Kristen Schaal. Uh, it looks like it was originally... No, I, wow, it looks like this was discussed as far back as 2017. Whoa. Oh, that's cool. Anyway, they uh, uh, made another big announcement, looks like, on Twitter just this week. So that's cool. And I don't know. The show's already got 200 episodes. Do you watch much of Bob's Burgers? Uh, I have not seen all of it, but I've seen quite a bit of it. It's, it's a, a good funny show. show. It's a yeah. solid show. It's hilarious. Good uh, good, good family dynamic. Oh, yeah. And, and 
really great example. I mean, Eugene Merman and Kristen Schaal are, are the standouts for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and H. John Benjamin has, uh, he brings a kind of grounding to the rest of the cast that I really like. Mm-hmm. He's kind of the, not always, but he's often kind of the straight man in the situation. Sure. That they that 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 that, that Merman and Shaw can bounce off of, yeah, you know? which is a polar opposite of Archer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and and that's another fun thing too is just Ace John Benjamin has really just uh, solidified himself as just such a vocal talent on two key shows and two key shows that are so different. Yeah, very different. Are you an Archer fan too? Uh, I like it. I haven't seen all of it, but I like it. Yeah. And then what about uh, you've been in the like Red Hot American Summer? He was on the the Netflix oh, yeah. series of that. Yep. Uh, wasn't he like a talking tomato paste can or some shit like that? Uh-huh. Yeah, it was pretty great. I don't remember what he was a can of, but it was a can. Yeah. I like the idea that he just gets into situations where it's just his voice. Yeah. That's a very OLA kind of approach to things. I love it. Yeah. He's got it. a face for radio, <laughs> and he's the Arby's. He was he doing is. the Arby's. The Arby's. Yeah. We've got meats. They do have meat. Yeah. We contain meats. <laughs> Some of this is meat. Hundred <laughs> uh, percent guarantee that some of this is meat. Highly likely, it's meat. <laughs> There's a good chance it's meat. <laughs> uh, Matrix Four is coming out. So is Expendables Four. You're gonna go see that? I'm not. I didn't see Expendables Three. I don't. Oh, I didn't see Expendables Two. I only saw the first Expendables. I don't remember which one I saw. I think it was the first one. First one was good. It had Mickey Rooney. It had a bunch of the action stars blowing shit up. <coughs> Dolph Lundgren, right? Dolph Lundgren. That's the one I saw. Uh, uh, Jet Li, maybe. Um, I just remember uh, them making like a joke about him and math, and I was like, mm, that's hilarious. Yeah. About Dolph Lundgren and math. Because he's like a mathematician. Oh, is he really? Yeah, I think he went to like MIT or some shit. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, I think we've talked about that. He's like secretly smart. Secret smart. Like uh like Brian May with his poodle haircut. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Brian May about to release an instrumental album. No shit. Yeah. Which uh I might check that out when that comes out. He's good. He's underrated. Uh would the addition of Andy Garcia to the Expendables nope. forecast never mind. It started off with like all action people and they were like action, action, action people, and then now they're like, let's get the guy from fucking what was that? Movie, goddamn, never mind. Yeah, by the third one, they were adding like randos. This one's also got Megan was he Fox in Kramer and 50 versus Cent. Kramer. Yes, he was. That's he, what I was he was in Kramer of. versus Kramer. Let's get the guy from Kramer versus Kramer. Uh huh. Yeah. To be in the Expendables four, that'll really ratchet up the action. Well, and that's because Expendables was literally a movie about blowing your load. Hey oh. <laughs> like it's it's the first movie was like let's throw all of the action stars in one movie and just make it as big and dumb and explosive as possible. Yeah. And then a sequel is naturally expected to ramp that up. How do you ramp that up? More of the same That's, type of actors, yeah. which they were able to do for a while. They were were able to bring well, in a sequel, but in the end it's like there's only been, you know, 50 years of movies or 70 years. Oh, exactly. Of and that's what's happened is now they're like, um, I don't know, Kelsey Grammer? <laughs> he played Beast once. You know? Pretty much. <laughs> that character jumps around. Yeah, he didn't do any of that. No. But... <laughs> yeah, and, and in the meantime, all the other action stars, they can't just put them all into a movie together because they already do. It's called Fast and Furious. Well, those aren't even all those aren't like action stars. But They're you know, like, but yeah, you've got all your modern action. Your Jason Statham, Vin Diesel, The Rock, uh, the and John Cena, yeah, the Dwayne. <laughs> They're all in those movies. Rock so, the Dwayne. So if you honestly, they should just do the Fast and Expendable. Put everybody oh, in one shit. fucking movie. Mel, mel, uh, meld the worlds. Meld the world. Bring the Expendables world into the. F10, expendable. And you really want to go fucking hardcore. How do they get together? The multiverse. Oh, snap. Did I just make this an MCU movie? Yes, I did. Ah, well, now we've ruined the MCU. <laughs> <laughs> but we finally improved the expendables. Wait, no, th- that would that would alter space and time because Vin Diesel can't be Groot and uh, fucking Dom, Dominic Toretto. I-, I am family. I am Dom. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that sucks. Sorry, everybody. And and still combining all of those would not bring Nicolas Cage into the, any of those franchises. It sure wouldn't. That's that fucked up. Has he been in a... Mar- he was Ghost Rider. 
Yeah, but that's not MCU. That's true. Yeah. True. Oh, but the multiverse might make Ghost Rider because we haven't touched on that. We we know we know that the multiverse concept is going to bring the previous Spider-Man, the not MCU, into the MCU. Spider-Man, some capacity. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, the Spider-Mans, the Spider-Dash-Mans, Dash-Man, Spider-Hyphen-Man, Spider-Dash-Cam. Yeah, you got to say the hyphen. It's real important. A lot of people forget that. Nicholas Cage is going to star in a western. He doesn't look. Uh, wait, the wait. only thing about him wait. in this picture that's western is the hat. Yeah, he's wearing a hat. What more do you want? Look at the glasses and the spacesuit? Question mark. That is clearly leather. Yeah, very. Yeah, clearly leather. The old way is the name of the western. All right. Um, yeah. Uh, it's going to a film market in Toronto. That doesn't speak to success. It'll be. In, I think that means it's probably an indie movie. He's a gunslinger turned general store manager who lives a quiet life with his family. When a band of outlaws murders his wife, Briggs saddles up once again to seek vengeance alongside his 12-year-old daughter. The actor expressed gratitude for being able to play in a new genre more than 40 years into his career. Here's what he said. After 43 years in cinema, I'm I'm only now being invited to the important and storied genre of the Western with both The Old Way and Butcher's Crossing. Sounds like another film he's working on. Being born and raised in the West, this is another good match and long overdue. Is it? I'm excited and compelled by the complex characters of both Briggs and Miller, and to find new ground to play at 57 is indeed galvanizing. Well, it sounds like he knows how to write a quote, for sure. Uh, yeah, as you see, he's also going to be in Nothing Butcher's if Crossing. not eloquent. Yeah. All right. Well, that's uh, glad. So, yeah, because, I mean, I've seen Nicolas Cage. If that quote was just him screaming for two minutes, it would have been acceptable. I'm a vampire! I'm a vampire! I'm a vampire! <laughs> Western! 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 <laughs> oh, Nicolas Cage, don't ever change, but do, but do. Stone Temple Pilots. And Bush, in case you were worried this was going to be a totally good show. Mm. They canceled their fall 21, 2021 U.S. tour due to COVID. Saw Bush in 1995, Brady Theater. I saw them in 2000 at uh, OU. Oh, snap. Yeah, I think so. It was Moby and Bush. Again, half a good show. Mobius Bush. Mobius Bush. <laughs> Bush Moby. There was it was like a Mo, Mo Bush. She had like this weird like Mobius Bush. <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah, like a like an unending bush. Like it starts and ends in the same loop. Infinity <laughs> 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 Bush. The seventies was the era of the Mobius Bush. Oh, uh, COVID man, knocking tours down left and right. It's almost. Uh, it makes you wish there was just an easy way we could get through the virus. If everyone would just get on board. If only. If, if only there was one or two or maybe three simple things we could do that could really just quash this in a couple of weeks. Uh, if we all just really tried hard. If you want to know how fucking staunch these fucking anti-vaxxers are. Yeah. The man that they worship, the, the, the orange god, went out and said, hey, you guys should probably get vaccinated. And they booed fucking him. booed his yeah, ass. Booed yeah. Immediately they were like, well, fuck you, buddy. That is insane to me. I don't know, man. Like, on a dime, they turned on him. Well, it's, you know, unfortunately, he has made uh, he has made poor on his promise to reclaim the throne, uh, so they are probably pretty disappointed in him. Uh, I feel bad for him. He's having a tough time. Hi, guys. It's me. I'm here in my car, and I just want to talk about how um, I think it's really fucked up that my job is making me choose between my job and putting something in my body that I don't know the ingredients to. Um, oh, hang on a second. Yeah, Can I get a double quarter pounder? <laughs> Uh, also terrifying news, uh, clearly Sir Elton John, uh, his mind deteriorating, uh, his his ability to make good decisions is gone. Uh, the once sharp as attack performer and star now making claims that are wildly off base. Uh, Wowie zowie. Elton John praising the Metallica song, Nothing Else Matters. As, quote, one of the best songs ever written. So, and nothing else matters. Uh, better taste in music matters. Uh, as you guys know, Metallica is hands down the 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 most terrible uh, group of people to ever. The first uh, play enemy music. of the show. The, the only enemy of the show now. Uh, well, maybe Rick Santorum, but oh, you know we have okay. several. Okay, We've also, got a list. Yeah, also, yeah, that's true. Miscavige. Yeah. We got Miscavige, a list. Absolutely. We got a list. Yeah. Where where is Shelly, David? Where is Shelly Miscavige? Where is Shelly? And Elton, how can you say that? Elton, you wrote. 
some of the best, one of the best songs like, ever written. You have written, yeah, several songs that are objectively better than Nothing Else Matters. In fact, is Elton John's entire even some of his worst songs are, are better. better than Nothing yeah. Else Matters. I yeah. mean, I will take Crocodile Rock over Nothing Else Matters. Yes. Oh God, that was. That, is that not one of the best songs ever written? I wouldn't say. <laughs> Oh, is that not a classic? <laughs> it's definitely considered one. <laughs> uh, among crocodiles, maybe? Oh, they love it. Yeah. They love that Do crocodiles shit. crocodiles like that shit? Crocodiles don't even rock. They're clearly a jazz reptile. Are they hearing animals? Do <laughs> they even have ears? Yeah. <laughs> Strictly a sonar. I don't Yo, know. can crocodiles hear? Can Sir Elton John hear? That's my question now. If he likes... <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> he just Nailed him. head on a speaker and he liked the vibrations? What the <laughs> fuck is happening? He's like, mm, the song feels nice. <laughs> Does he think that that part of Crocodile Rock is like bass? Now, listen, am I Wait. saying that bum, nothing bum, else matters? That's much better. Have you, I mean, listen, am I saying that it is that that it's the worst song in history? No, there are many songs worse than nothing else matters. But calling it one of the best songs ever written is a little off base, in my opinion. It, yeah, it just it it makes me question Elton more than it makes me question myself. And I got to be honest, I, I I don't know how to feel about that. Yeah, a little scared, <laughs> a little scared. And, and oh, Elton. Yeah, everyone knows that Metallica has one good song. He only did this because of that the. The album, the the didn't he did he cover one of their songs? Did he cover a song? Okay, yeah, he appears on Metallica's new covers album, the Metallica Blacklist. I see. So he's like, he's he's putting pearls on it so that he can feel better about having covered it. Putting pearls on that swine. Yep. Yep. Still yeah. a pig though. Still a pig. Damn it, Elton. And damn it, Metallica. Damn it, Meta Damn it. What the fuck? Lars. If you would have just stopped after Ride the Lightning, wouldn't you? Oh, shit. Fun. This is quite the headline. Yeah. yeah. Dave Bautista of WWE and Marvel fame just gets cooler and cooler. He says, Dave Bautista blames right-wing hostility on Ghostbusters 2 slime. And what it is, is while fighting with people on Twitter, he was, uh, someone was talking about Someone made a comment and missed the days that he thought most people were good people. And Batista says, brother, you know, WTF is going on. Somebody check the sewers for gooey, evil shit like in Ghostbusters 2. <laughs> That's a reference. That's a deep cut, and I am here for it. Yeah, I love it. Uh, the River of Slime, of course, uh, a big part of the plot of that movie. Uh, uh, part of the attempted invasion into our world. Uh, by Vigo the Carpathian. It's Vigo! You are like the buzzing of flies to him. Uh, fantastic movie feature featuring the greatest uh, role ever, that of Janos Poha, played by the one and only Peter McNichol, easily the second greatest actor of our time, uh, second only to James Marsden. Yeah, Oklahoma's own. Oklahoma's own. James Marsden. <laughs> Peter McNichol, though, uh, chewing up the damn scenery in that movie. Um one of my favorites, uh, favorite uh, of many friends of the show, uh, and glad to see that Dave Bautista is keeping that alive. Uh, don't really uh, know much about the argument, but anytime you're bringing uh, Ghostbusters 2 into the fray, I'm, I'm definitely here for it. Yeah, I'm always down for a good Ghostbusters 2 reference. Yeah. that's A lot of people don't like that movie, uh, and it was very much maligned upon release. Uh-huh. But I, I watched it a million times. Yeah, I I like it more in many ways than the first one. The first one is admittedly a better cohesive start to finish film, but there's a lot of charm and humor and um, playfulness in the second one that I think the first one lacks. <coughs> Ghostbusters two is more fun. Yeah, absolutely. Ghostbusters one is more of a scary movie uh, with, with, with good jokes. Yeah, it's a yeah. I guess they're are they both. Is it a scary movie with comedy, or are they both really comedy movies that get scary? I think that's the case. They're both comedies that, that get scary. a little spooky. And, and, but maybe it even shows how... Sort of a, a haunted honeymoon situation. Did you ever see that movie? No, I didn't see that one. Oh, shit. Is it scary? No, it's okay. uh, it's hilarious. It's like, terrible, but it's hilarious. It's like Gene, Gene Wilder and Tom DeLuise and playing on all the old, like... Uh, 
Uh, it's pretty funny. Because I feel like there was even a slight difference in how films were made between those two Ghostbusters films. Mm-hmm. Where a comedy movie that was scary would still be scary when the first one came out. And right. a comedy movie that was scary by the time the second one came out would not really be scary. It would just be a little gross and jump scary. You know, because there's really nothing scary in Ghostbusters 2. You know, maybe those... Not zo- really. Like, I mean, I think there was a couple the things that they tried to make scary. Yeah. The zombies in the sewer were a little scary, I remember. You know? Um, what else? Not much else. But I, I, I was a bit of a, a scared kid, too. Were you? I scared easy when I was a child. Certain movies I, I, uh, I still don't particularly want to see because I left a little bit of a mark on Little Hilton. But uh, glad Dave Batista's bringing that one up. How's it going? What do you got here? All the greats. I know that one of you is a werewolf. Oh, 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 Harry, all over. (laughs) Is that Dom DeLuise in full drag? Yep. Someone or something is trying to scare them to death. Now, if anything frightens you, anything at all, you just holler. Baloney, here we go again. I just found cousin Francis in my bed. Was he wearing a dress? Yes, he was. Just ask him to leave, sir. Tell him you have a headache. Ah! Whatever happens. Did you get that joke? Yeah. Any of us shall ever see the morning. They have to be ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. One, two. Beat it while you're still healthy. Oh, wow. It's wild. Yes, sir. It's the biggest thrill of my life. You put your left out. You'd think this would frighten me. And bring it back. It's not what you think. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you get a chance, watch Haunted Honeymoon. It's it's a real gem. Yeah, it really sounds like it. Now, 1986, right around that same time, uh, that's a, yeah, man, that's a wild cast, too. Isn't it? Uh, Gene Wilder, um, Gilda Radner, Radner. Uh, Dom DeLuise, Jonathan Pierce, Price, hey, excuse Jonathan me, Price, yeah, very cool. Uh, I thought I saw some even uh, some other familiar faces there, so definitely going to be something worth checking out to go back and look at. Uh, also, something uh, a little, another blast in the past that's making a resurgence is uh, the Batman audio adventures coming to HBO Max. I did not know about audio the audio adventures, and and this is this is new content, but it's it's it's. It's a radio program. But as someone with a face for radio... Again with that. We, this I'm, is, I'm here for it. Yeah. It's a theme of today, for sure. A face for radio. So, audio adventures, uh, radio shows, this was a thing back in the day where they, they, people would literally just act out these shows a uh, lot uh, over the mic. And, uh-huh. and, and, and you see that a resurgence of that now in the podcasting community. I've listened to some audio books that essentially have full casts. Yeah. You know, so... So it's not even a strange thing to folks anymore. It's kind of got a resurgence over the last few years. But now this is going to be on HBO Max. So I guess it's the kind of idea that you would just put it on and still listen to it as you would a podcast or or the radio. Uh, yeah. And it's going to be uh, new Batman stories from DC uh, featuring an all-star lineup including Chris Parnell, uh, Seth Meyers, Brent Spiner, Bobby Moynihan, Keenan Thompson. Senor. Um, Heidi Gardner, Brooke Shields. Sudeikis, Tudix. Uh, Alan Tudix, Paul Shear, Tim Meadows, Fred Armisen, and more. Uh, looks really, really cool. Johnny Legs. Johnny Legs is in it. Look up at the top. Johnny Legs. You got uh, Jeffrey Wright as Batman. Uh, Rosario Dawson. Dawson as Catwoman. Johnny Legs is the Riddler. Yeah. Couple of uh, um, uh, people I don't know: Dennis McNichols and Doug Bossy on music, but they got some big credits to the name, so that's good to know. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so that's coming out. Let me see if I can find that release date on that. Um, why don't I see that print off the top here? September 18th. So by the time you're listening to this, you will just be days away Yeah. Uh, when uh, this is released. So if you got that HBO Max, you're going to want to check that out. You got that one, don't you? Oh, yeah. What are you watching on there now? Uh, I So I'm caught up on Harley Quinn. Nice. Uh, I just watched that movie, The Hunt. Okay. Uh, that was pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, what else? Um, 
I do watch a lot of stuff on there. I mean, of course, John Oliver. Yeah. Uh, watch that. Uh, the White Lotus was really good. Yeah, you guys were big into that for yep, a minute. Yep, that was good. Uh, That's cool. Yeah, there's lots of good shit. I'm still digging Insecure with Issa Rae. Okay. That's a really good show. Um, they do a lot of good docs on there. They do. Yeah, I watch a lot of documentaries. The Doctor Who content. That's one I keep coming back okay. to. Because it's such a good show to jump in and out of. Like, like once you get the basics down of who the Doctor is and what the nature of his adventures are, uh-huh. because it's a traveling through all of time and space and he regenerates so you have different actors who are essentially playing the same character, it becomes the kind of thing where it's like, oh, you could just jump in anywhere. Because ah. it doesn't really, there's not a ton of through line. Sure, you know, there's I two, see. There's two parters and stuff like that. But, but I was thinking about that. Like, I could make a short list for anybody of just like, you want to watch some Doctor Who? Start with these. Okay. Know? But it's... Uh, um, but yeah, uh, so that's one I keep coming back to. Uh, and then over on Netflix, I keep coming back to Avatar The Last Airbender. Oh. Yeah, I jumped back in on that one. All right. You ever watch that? Nope. That's a good show, and that's a good one, too, uh, to watch with the kids. Because uh, it's, uh, it's a cartoon. It's, it was originally on Nickelodeon. Okay. But it's a good adventure series. I'm good. No? <laughs> Man. I'm good. Uh, you left me the, uh, the, the Genesis all-in-one. And uh, Eleanor's been super into Sonic. Yeah. Uh, she watched the uh, the uh, Sonic movie featuring Oklahoma's own James Marsden. And uh, who played? Uh, ben Shapiro played Sonic in that. Uh, no. No? Ben Schwartz. Ben Schwartz. Ben Shapiro is that is the crazy right-wing bag. guy. Yeah. Yeah, Ben Schwartz that is guy the one sucks we like. Ass. Yeah. Ben, ben Schwartz, Schwartz is the good one. Ben Shapiro kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, he does suck. But uh, yeah, so Ben Schwartz was great as Sonic in that. Yeah. Uh, and that was so. Then I told her because uh, she was she came in and she goes, "Hey, Daddy, can we play Mario on the big TV?" And I said, uh, "Uncle Hilton had to take that back, but he left us this." And I said, "Do you know what's on here?" And she said, "What?" I said, "Sonic the Hedgehog." And she lost her fucking mind. She goes, "We can play Sonic," and then we played Sonic. That's awesome. She loves it. Sonic's great. It's a good game. That's it's a good game. But the thing is, Sonic the the Genesis Mini, which is what you've got here. Uh-huh. Has only got Sonic 1 and 2. And Spinball. And Spinball. But one of the big problems with that and a lot of the recent releases that have had the original Sonic is people are saying, what happened to Sonic 3? And Sonic and Knuckles, which were the other games that came out on the Genesis, which have not really had a good re-release in many, many years. Till now. Until now. Because the Sonic uh, Origins Retro Collection was just announced, which is going to feature Sonic's 1, 2, 3, and Knuckles, and Sonic CD. I don't remember what that was. That was from the Sega CD system. That was a brand new oh, 2D okay, Sonic. Oh, okay, so it was just a Sonic game, but on Sega CD. Exactly, yeah. I was like, it was a CD, like, you made music? No, no, but it was it was only released for, the, for Sega CD. Did you used to fuck around with the music thing on Mario Paint? Um, yes. That was a good time. Yeah, with that little basic music creator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I used to use that a lot. That and the animation, where you could do little yeah. four or nine panel animations. Mm-hmm. Those were really good. Always sticks. Uh, Always, I, I did a lot of Mario running, really, because they, they had, like, clear tiles for that. Okay. So I could, you could make them run and jump. But, <laughs> but yeah, this, uh, this collection is going to be coming to uh, PlayStation 4 or 5, or the PlayStation Online Network, the Xbox Online Network, and Switch. Um, and it's essentially just all these classic 2D games from that first era of, of, of Sega's uh, Sonic games. Um, really only missing the stuff that... This is just your 2D platformers. Sonic right. the Hedgehogs 1, 2, 3, and Knuckles, and uh, Sonic CD. Uh, but it doesn't have the spin ball. Are they getting any sort of a remaster, or is it just going to be... It looks like it's going to... Is it being done by M2? A lot of these re-releases for those recent games have been coded by a group called M2, who just have put a, essentially a, a polish on the original game. Okay. So it'll probably be something akin to that from what I'm seeing, where they're not going to do... It's not going to get, like, remade, but it's just going to make sure oh, it looks sure. as high def as possible. On, on, That's on what Switch. I mean. Oh, yeah, yeah. 100%. Um, uh, now, one of the things is that part of... Here we go. Uh, Sonic's fans have speculated, without confirmation from Sega, that Sonic 3 and Knuckles' re-release is complicated by the... By music rights, some of the Genesis game's music was composed by Michael Jackson and keyboardist Brad Buxer, but according to Buxer, Jackson was not happy with Sega's implementation of his song. Some releases of Sonic 3, like the Windows PC port from 97, featured different music tracks said to have been swapped in from an earlier version of the game. Uh, Now, uh, we got this article from Polygon who said that they reached out to Sega for details, uh, but so far uh, they uh, have not heard back. So 
that and that's really one of the things those theories that have, have prevailed for a while about why you don't see Sonic Three in a lot more places. Huh. Uh, and I didn't realize and, and Knuckles. And do you know the story of Sonic Three? No. So Sonic One uh, came out and was a huge hit, uh-huh. uh, and then Sega brought in a, 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 a another team to make Sonic Two. And while that group was working on Sonic 2, the original Sonic team went and worked on Sonic CD. So actually, the neat thing about Sonic CD is that it actually plays a lot more like the original Sonic than Sonic 2, nice. which for a lot of folks don't even notice there's big changes between the two, but there are some. Yeah, you can't do the, like, the first one, you can't do the, like, drop and spin. spin dash, yeah. Yeah, the spin. Uh, yeah, I don't think that's in Sonic CD, although I might be wrong about that. Anyway, the Sonic 2 team later went on to Sonic 3, but there was a delay in, in the work, and Sega wanted to get the game out by a certain time, so Sonic 3 was actually split into two halves. What? So Sonic 3 was only half the game, and then when they came out with Sonic and Knuckles six months later, that was really the end of Sonic 3. Oh, shit. So the game is actually called Sonic 3 and Knuckles. But, uh, but you know, fans, when we were kids, didn't know that. It just seemed like, you know, two different games. Right. Uh, and, of course, Sonic and Knuckles had that unique technology where the two carts interconnected so that you could still play the entire game as one sitting. I don't remember sitting. that. Yeah, Sonic and Knuckles had a little flip top on the cart so that you could attach another cart to it. That's wild. Yeah, you can see here there's a little flip top door on it. Oh, shit. Okay. And then that opened up and the other game would go on top. Yeah. And, and you could play the complete Sonic 3 and Knuckles in one sitting that way. You could play as Sonic or as Knuckles in the game. And then as a bonus, if you took that Sonic and Knuckles cartridge, put it in, and then attached a Sonic 2 cartridge to it, you could now play as Knuckles in Sonic 2. Wow. So it was like a little bonus thing that you could do with it to get some extra play out of your old game as well. Nice. I don't know if it worked for Sonic 1. I don't think it did. I think, in fact, there was either a warning screen that would pop up and say this doesn't work, or maybe there was some kind of basic like ring chase game that you could play in instead. So just Got something it. to a little bone uh, Easter egg for the kids kind of thing. So, But it's cool that this is coming out. Uh, I don't know if I saw the release date for this. Uh, sometime in 2022, so we've still got a little ways to go. Uh, but I, uh, I'm, I'm here for it whenever they want to get to that. Nice. Speaking of, like, uh, remasters, I, I purchased uh, the Tony Hawk remaster. Oh, on, nice. On PS4. How's that? Love it. Love it, man. Talk about nostalgia. Yeah. And that game is like riding a bike, man. Really? Oh, my God. I picked it up immediately. It was just like, oh, yeah, yeah. I've got this. Nose blunt slide, like just backside, everything. It was quick, dude. That's and I hadn't played it in a long, long time, so that was pretty impressive. Um, and yeah, the levels are are almost identical to what they were in the original, just much higher definition graphics yeah. and really impressive, man. It was fun. Um, you know, it's not something where you know uh, you're gonna be playing it for months to get through everything. You know, uh, you'll get through it all pretty quick. Yeah, <clears throat> especially if you remember it pretty well. But man, it's super fun. You know, you you just go through and do a skater at a time. Go complete all the goals, and mm-hmm. and it's a great game to just uh, pick up and dick around on for a little bit if you don't have a lot of time, but you want to play, you know, yeah. something because uh, you can get in and out of a level. You know, it's two minute runs, so yeah, uh, yeah a lot of fun. Love it. Yeah, man. That's I gotta tell you that game uh, two was just one of those where. Even if you didn't go after all the achievements and the challenges, it's just fun to play. Oh, absolutely. The fluidity of that movement. Mm-hmm. I, 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 even as you're talking about it, I, I can remember, you know, holding down that jump button. And, and as soon as you release, you're in the air and you're, you're using that X and that or the square and circle buttons with the directions to pull off tricks. And, yeah. and that, that feeling of holding in a direction and doing that slow spin. Yeah, in the air, and then just landing just right with your wheels aligned with the slope of the of the uh, of the what vert. is it the wood the vert, vert. And, and it is just such a uh, such a great feeling. Just, yeah, just really the the epitome it's of very kind of satisfying, very satisfying video yep. gaming. Um, and you can uh, you can add some game mods right out of the gate oh, if cool. you want. You can go in and add like perfect balance, oh, okay, um, and stuff, and no bales, you know, stuff like that. So if you want to cheat out of the gate, it will let you. Um, and then so far, uh, it does still give you stuff for completing everything. I just completed uh, Tony Hawk 1 all the way through, 100% complete. And nice. it gives you the option of making your skater 
teeny, teeny, tiny or gigantic. Oh, cool. Uh, and that's pretty fun. So uh, today I'll probably finish two and see what I get for that one. Excellent. And yeah. Like I said, super fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I, uh, my only beef is on the character creation mode. Um, it is pretty goddamn limited as far as like trying to make your character look like you. Yeah. Um, other than that, man, it's fantastic. It's fun. It's worth it. Um, and it's worth, you know, getting on a discount. I got it for 20 bones. So, you know, I definitely, yeah, not bad. if I had paid 50 or 60 for it, I, I, I wouldn't have been as happy. Um, but 20 bucks is well worth it for sure. Dude, the, the greatest thing right now is the way that the digital market has uh, led to uh, price drops uh, and sales. Yeah. Uh, if, if you're uh, gaming on your PC or if you have uh, a modern system, anything from the from the 360, but really your PS4, your Xbox One and later, um, check out those online stores and check yeah. back frequently because you find stuff on sale. I remember I got Witcher 3 for like four bucks. I got uh, NBA 2K21. Yeah, uh, for uh, like nine bucks. Yeah, there's so many good deals on there, uh, and and the stuff, especially uh, in the more recent systems, that it just downloads so quickly, yep. so efficiently, uh, and, and really, I got to say, that's one thing. If you're if you want to collect car cartridges, you know I defend that man. I'm I'm collecting Game Boy for God's sakes. I know about collecting something silly and fun for sure. just for the history of gaming, but for the ease and simplicity. Of, of gaming these days and the affordability, yeah. this online digital marketplace cannot be beat. So, yeah. And I get, I understand all the complaints. There's no permanence. You don't technically own it at the end of the day because you never know when that stuff's going to go down. So yeah, when Randy Jones releases a, a video game system, don't necessarily buy it and start his streaming service. But Sony, Microsoft, Steam on your PC, Epic and Origin... For now, these are reliable places to game. Yeah, I'm going to be able to play that Tony Hawk for quite a while. Quite a while. And I think before there's a chance you're going to lose it, there's going to be some signs far ahead in the water. Exactly. And I will have gotten my $20 worth. Exactly. Yeah, and that's another thing, too. A $20 worth. You play a couple years out of it, you're done. You're more than gotten your money's worth. For sure. You know? Yeah. Glad to see you on a good game, though. What else? Uh, I don't know. More Picks pick and plugs? plugs? Yeah. Um, what about uh, upcoming shows? You got anything upcoming? Do I? You sure do. When is that? That's going to be coming up the second Friday in October, which could be any uh, of those dates in October. There's a full 31, as you know. What a, <laughs> what a month. But October 8th is the date in question. Wait, no. October 8th? Is it really? Yeah. There'll be definitely a great show, no, no, wait, uh, no matter it? who's there. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it totally is. That's... Uh... Mac and Kaylee's wedding. Yeah. No. Yeah. That definitely is. Yeah. That's that's the that's the plan. Is everyone we're making a bigger run. So. Oh so shit. So stay tuned, and we'll have more details on some good stuff coming down the pike for Everything's sure. Things early though, right? Yeah. We'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll figure it out, everybody. Seeing how the sausage gets made. Hey. <laughs> In the meantime, though, if you can get to the uh, Tulsa Press Club website, you can check out Pressure Luck Trivia, which is happening next week. You can come out and see me. Uh, I'm going to be hosting that. So stop by the Press Club website for that, and then we'll have information on some more shows hopefully soon. Picks? Uh, what have I been uh, playing? Um, trying to think of that. Uh, we haven't talked about Chasm much. Chasm was a Kickstarter game years back, a Metroidvania 2D adventure game uh, that I finally picked up through that PlayStation Network. And it is great. Okay. Uh, really plays like a Castlevania kind of thing, and it's definitely uh, got that uh, really rich, lush, 32-bit plus uh, 2D art style. Lots to explore, lots of different worlds, lots of unique skills, uh, solid gameplay, real intuitive gameplay, uh, and I really like it. And it's super cheap all the time on P PlayStation Network, on Steam, etc. So check out Chasm. Nice. Chance. That one's fun. Nice. Uh, 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 plugs. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. We're going to figure it out. Um, picks. Uh, there's a podcast out there called Something Was Wrong uh, okay. that my wife just introduced me to. It is pretty wild. It is people sharing their stories of um, combinations of gaslighting, catfishing, um, and just general uh, emotional uh, abuse. Uh, these 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 amazing liars spinning these these crazy double lives and all these things and uh, people sharing their stories of survival around it and it is just really interesting out of the gate because uh, it's one of those things where you hear these stories and someone you know says like oh and then this happened and and you're like wow that was crazy and then you're like yeah 
that was the beginning. And you're like, what the fuck? There's more. And it just keeps going and go, and there's more and more. And, and you're like, how is this even real? Um, and uh, it's just a very, it's not only is it unbelievably interesting, but it's a great cautionary tale of um, how to look for red flags uh, in relationships, um, especially when it comes to the d- dynamic of, of, of men to women. Um, yeah. So, you know, like if, if, if you're a woman out there and you need want to want to know how to look for red flags in relationships, this is a, it's a good one because it's really um, shines a light on. Um, and they always use like different names for the people because like it's very much about like we're not trying to call this person out specifically. This is about the general type of person that does these things to people and how to look out for it and how to avoid it. And uh it's it's pretty pretty incredible, you know. Uh, they really shine a light on like this is the 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 pattern of behavior. This is, you know, uh, what an antisocial uh, personality disorder type person um, will do, and what to look for, and how to uh, yeah. Like I said, that how sounds to, uh, great. Yeah, it's great. And but but the stories themselves are also just unbelievably fascinating. Yeah, uh, just the depths that some of these pieces of shit will go to. Um, and there's no other way to describe the guys in these stories. They're just monsters, fucking terrible people. Um, Makes for good podcasts, I guess. It does. It's like I said, yeah, it's very enthralling. It sucks you in and you're like, I have to know what happened. Yeah. Um, but yeah, also very useful, like I said, and I, and I, and I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, Tony Hawk, play that. That shit was fun. Right, yeah. That shit is super fun. Um, other than that, uh, tell your friends about OLA Ministries. Yeah, OLA Ministries.com. Uh, styling and profiling with Cam and Zam, People, Persons, Paper, Podcast, Opinions, Like A Holes. Uh, it's your place for all things, uh, Hilton, Zampino, and Cam and Sittler. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, please check us out. Thanks for hanging out with us. We love you very much. And uh, see you next week, eh? Yay. Take it from me. I love you. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs>